Today is Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Tuesday, partly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45, northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows mid-20s, south winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday, breezy, partly cloudy in the morning, then becoming cloudy. Highs around 50, southwest winds 15 to 25 miles an hour. Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain and snow after midnight. Lows around 30, west winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Thursday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of snow. Highs 40 to 45, northwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Thursday night, colder and mostly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25. Friday, partly cloudy. Highs around 50. Friday night, mostly cloudy. 20% chance of rain. Lows 25 to 30. Saturday through Sunday, windy. Partly cloudy. Highs 50 to 60. Lows around 30. Sunday night, partly cloudy. 20% chance of rain. Lows around 30. And Monday, partly cloudy. 20% chance of rain and snow. Highs around 50. The Hill County Park Board's Rules and Regulations Committee held a public meeting Monday evening to discuss the future of beaver management in Beaver Creek Park. Six members of the public spoke at the meeting, with each allotted two minutes for their presentation. Margaret Standing Bear was the first member of the public to speak and asked the committee to treat beaver in a more humane manner. There are more humane and eco-friendly solutions that benefits both beavers and humans. Involving science and experts in your beaver control policy is the best common sense approach to address this matter. Death and killing things because we don't know how to work with them is not the answer. Fran Buell of the Montana Trappers Association argued that trapping is necessary to manage the beaver population. I'm in support of responsible and ethical trapping to manage the existing growing population of beaver in the park. It has proven to be a successful method of beaver control. Another public meeting on the matter will be held in April, and any changes to the beaver management plan are likely at least a year away. The mask mandate for Hill County has been lifted after the necessary metrics were reached to allow it to expire. The health board order was to be in place for 90 days following its approval or until Hill County went two straight weeks with a new case rate of under 1.5 cases per day. Between March 8th and the 21st, Hill County met that requirement as a total of seven new COVID-19 cases were reported during that span. The order was approved by the Hill County Health Board on February 18th, but was not signed by Chair Mark Peterson until March 18th, several days after he called a meeting to discuss enforcement of the order. Although the mandate has been lifted, the Health Board still strongly recommends the wearing of face coverings in public settings. Members of the Chippewa Cree and Little Shell tribes may be eligible to receive monetary claims after a preliminary settlement was reached in a long-running court battle. The preliminary settlement in the case calls for the U.S. government to pay the now-dispersed Pembina Band of Chippewa Indians a total of $59 million. Projected payouts for some individuals are estimated at over $1,000. Melody McCoy, lead attorney for the Native American Rights Fund, says no action is needed to stay in the settlement, but the opt-out date is April 29th, and a fairness hearing to finalize the settlement is set for June 10th. We think that we will get final approval and the court will not make any major changes to the settlement agreement, but we won't know that for sure until you know the court sees how the notice program has gone. Anyone with questions can call the toll-free hotline 833-999-9915 or visit PembinaSettlement.com. 
The U.M. Legislative News Service reports lawmakers in the House of Representatives began debating the state's two-year budget on Monday. Conrad Republican Lou Jones is the chair of the House Appropriations Committee and the sponsor of House Bill 2, the main budget bill. The only job that a legislature actually has to do is pass a budget. In our history, we only failed to do so once and had to come back in a special session to work upon this budget. I don't want to be that legislature. HB 2 is broken into five sections titled by letter. For instance, Section D deals with corrections and public safety. Billings Democrat Emma Kerr Carpenter is the vice chair of the panel that first sets that part of the budget. She said the section is a backstop. When we cut programs in Section B, we will see those folks in this budget. Section B is the largest section and provides funding for the Department of Health and Human Services. Taking a look at COVID updates locally for today, Hill County on Monday reported no new COVID cases and one recovery. Total case count for Hill County, 1,930. Four active, 1,884 recoveries, 42 deaths. Over in Blaine County, they reported between Friday and Monday, they reported a total of two COVID cases and 11 recoveries. Total case count for Blaine County, 752. Three active, 725 recoveries, 24 deaths. In Phillips County, they announced between Friday and Monday a total of one new case of COVID-19 and four recoveries. Total case count for Phillips, 520, eight active, five of which are hospitalized, 496 recoveries, 16 deaths. We have not received COVID updates as of late from Shoto or Liberty counties, but we'll pass them along once they are provided. Turning to state news, we'll start off with today's COVID-19 update from DPHHS. Today, they reported 348 new COVID-19 cases, bringing the cumulative total to 103,452. Active case count 880, active hospitalizations 47, death toll 1,419. Counties with the most new cases today, Cascade 83, Bighorn 69, Gallatin 65, although some of those for those three counties appear to be due to backlogs in data entry. Other counties with double-digit new cases today, Missoula with 19. Ravalli 17, Lewis and Clark 15. And taking a look at the vaccine update for COVID-19, total vaccines administered in the state 411,977, with 160,114 Montanans fully immunized. Turning to state news, Montana House Republicans voted against increasing funding for a suicide prevention program, even after a Democratic lawmaker testified that her 24-year-old grandson died by suicide last week. Republican lawmakers, who hold a majority in the House, declined Monday to add $1 million for suicide prevention in the two-year state budget beginning in June 2021. They also voted against several other funding increases for social services proposed by Democrats that would have restored more than $30 million in state funding to the $12 billion budget. Republicans said that the proposed budget is fiscally responsible, while Democrats said it included unnecessary funding cuts to social services that would slow job growth. An attorney for the Montana Democratic Party says a bill requested by the Secretary of State's office is an attempt to do an end run around the Montana Supreme Court decision that removed the Green Party from the 2020 ballot. Democrats challenged the minor party's qualification after it was learned the Montana Republican Party had paid $100,000 for the signature gathering effort. The courts ruled that Montana law states the minor party itself must present the petition to gather signatures to get the party on the ballot. The bill, which has already passed the Senate, would allow any elector to bring such a petition. 
A Montana man has been found guilty in the strangling death of a woman who gave him a ride home from a casino in October 2019. Yellowstone County jurors deliberated for about two hours Monday before finding 24-year-old Diego Hernandez of Laurel guilty of deliberate homicide in the death of 57-year-old Lori Bray. Bray was last seen giving Hernandez a ride home after her shift at the Cedar Ridge Casino. Her car was found abandoned north of Laurel, and her body was found in a ravine about three miles away. Prosecutors said DNA under her fingernails matched a sample obtained from Hernandez, who had scratches on his face. President Joe Biden shut down oil and gas sales from the nation's vast public reserves over worries about climate change. Now the administration has to figure out what to do with that multi-billion dollar program without crushing a significant sector of the U.S. economy. On the campaign trail, Biden pledged to end leasing and new drilling permits for public lands and waters. The leasing ban announced January 27th is only temporary, and it's unclear how much legal authority the government has to stop drilling on about 23 million acres previously sold. A new poll suggests Canadians remain deeply worried about the prospect of allowing visitors from the United States. An online poll conducted last week for the Association for Canadian Studies marks one full year of restricted travel at the border. It found 70% of 2,200 Canadian respondents were either very or somewhat worried about allowing cross-border travel. Only 26% said they were either not very worried or not worried at all. In the U.S., the surveyor found the opposite. Only 31% of nearly 2,000 Americans surveyed were very or somewhat anxious about lifting restrictions. Online surveys cannot be assigned a margin of error because they do not randomly sample the population. A jury trial for a Montana man accused of shooting into a crowd outside a bar in Idaho last year has been scheduled for April 28th. 24-year-old Austin L. Sherper of Whitefish, Montana, is charged with two counts of first-degree attempted murder. Authorities say police responded to reports of a shooting at the Iron Horse Bar and Grill in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, on July 11th, around 9 p.m. Police said Sherper had an altercation with security staff after he was removed from the building. Authorities say he allegedly returned, shooting between six and nine shots. Two people were injured. It's not clear from online records if Sherper has an attorney. And now taking a look at your wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $5.45. Spring wheat $5.53. Blaine County, winter wheat $5.35. Spring wheat $5.48. Liberty County, winter wheat $5.50. Spring wheat $5.53. Shoto County, winter wheat $5.45. Spring wheat $5.53. And Phillips County, winter wheat $5.30. Spring wheat $5.43. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Barbara Lynn Benson Weber, 69, passed away at Northern Montana Hospital on March 17th. A viewing will be held tonight from 7 to 9 p.m. at Wilderness Funeral Homes in Chinook. A memorial service and reception will be held at 11 a.m. tomorrow, that's Wednesday, March 24th, at the Commercial Building at the Blaine County Fairgrounds. And that does it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Stay safe out on those roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.